Welcome to the episode, everyone. I am making my way across the rain-sodden puddles here in Canberra on a rainy day, and the mood struck me to discuss The Order 1886 and its sequel, The Order 1887, in whatever shape that that takes in our future, because we are all manifesting it, and here at the Order Podcast, we have a saying, and that is, long live the Order, and that's expressed with no hamminess, with no eye-rolling, with no jadedness, it's true, and uh, I was in the middle of um, a video on um, Van Helsing, actually, by Film Comics Explained, hosted by a fellow Australian, and it struck me to want to discuss how so many avenues exist for the order to continue and it is in sony's hands um a series would be wonderful i've uh tapped um in sort of that way that people do with when they're kind of coming up with the best possible versions of things um mentally tapped hypothetically tapped um guillermo del toro for a series right out of the rain and here we go we can fully get our get our recording on um showrunner of a series for the order 1886 and uh little mind's eye cinema for you um 2023 which was the um teaser trailer's debut in uh, 2013 the 10th anniversary of the teaser trailer we see a uh ru mirasuria um off of the success of the last of us uh, the HBO series, uh, the order has been optioned for a, um, series, possibly created by HBO, which would be fucking fantastic because they've done Game of Thrones and they have enough people who would be able to build the sets and everything, who are well-versed in that imagery, uh, and, um, or you could get the Carnival Row folks from Amazon, you know, to, to, to lend their strength, but the IP itself, the property, the story, it's it's too timeless, too powerful not to revisit and continue and grow. And uh, that's one of the gifts of when an idea this powerful comes about and is shaped by passionate creators like the Ready at Dawn folks, is that uh, almost regardless of their own intentions it's the idea is powerful enough for it to sustain itself over time through avenues like the order podcast and uh to eventually build up its momentum and come back into the world and so we are as the order podcast on the forefront of that so hypothetical mind's eye cinema imaginings continue the uh first shot that's revealed is uh just like when the witcher was being made uh, there was like some rain-sodden images of, uh, I think, sort of, like, off-subject rain-sodden images of, of Henry Cavill's Geralt, right? Um, and uh, let me just quickly shift recording devices. Yep, just changed audio devices there. Um, so for something a bit clearer, so I can just turn the headphones off and you can hear me better. Um, and it's, re- it's Ru Widasuria, uh releasing a screenshot of the set of the Knights of the Round Table, um, which is just, if you just follow that 
because the, the game itself was made with so much real-world intention and real-world real world feasible sizing of, of everything could just be replicated, translated directly into wardrobe, directly into um, set building. You know, everything's there as this thing that was realized very much in that filmic, and that's the phrase they um, spoke of, and it would be uh, spoken all throughout the production of this hypothetical series. Uh, with the HBO or Amazon or Netflix or who ha whoever have you, probably not Netflix since they kind of incredulously for me and a bit teasingly, frankly, a bit torturous was that Netflix have a series called The Order. It has nothing to do with uh, Ready at Dawn, but that's okay. Um, and it is just the round table and the hype would go through the fucking roof. Uh, that beautiful, um, archaic ancient throne, Arthur's ancient throne, um, where the concept behind the, um, the, the round table is that it has been built over, over time since the Arthurian times, and uh, an extra circle added with every generation. And it is the original table in the middle, like, fuck ye. I remember when I'm saying this, beautiful, worthwhile, incredible lore, as much as my hype builds, so too does my, hopefully one day I, will never, I won't have the anger anymore, maybe I'll always have a, 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 a little smidgen of the anger um, and resentment, because that is just such a fucking incredible premise, and the ungrateful world we live in, the world who fucking passed it over, didn't honor it, didn't honor its opportunities and chances, and, um, you know, possibilities, such beautiful, like ever-verdant, like ever-fertile possibilities of this premise. I mean, we're talking the mythologies of every single continent visitable, uh, you know, Galahad, because he's, you know, worldizing his thoughts, he's becoming more multidimensional, uh, instead of narrow-minded, that speaks to his uh, sphere of understanding, becoming less like a slice of pie, more like the full pie, like a full 360 degree, 180 degree, whatever, understanding of the world, and so him and Lakshmi going out into the world um, uh, to create their own order literally and that has a dual meaning beautiful I've, I've long actually speculated and discussed uh, in various posts on the reddit on the subreddit uh, for it to be essentially the pitch is you go um, Uncharted meets Red Dead Redemption 2 except it's the order right it's open world uh, navigable areas, zones, you can even take a uh, Dragon Age Inquisition-y type approach, just open up that world away from the corridors, which I love, that first film is, uh, see I said film, you can see, right there, the slip is intentional, because um, uh, that's like, my, my intention here is to communicate, like this is, like it was intended as an interactive film, and it owned it proudly, proudly uh, but there was no it was never going to just stay that way. It was always going to grow, just like how Uncharted grew and Assassin's Creed grew. All these, they had their chances to become more than that first shaky entry. And it's, it's frankly fucking baffling that the order didn't get extended the same chance. But uh, so anyway, back into this manifesting, which we need to collectively do. Anyone tuning into this has to <laughs> join in me with this. So I was in the part of the video talking about Van Helsing, which is where it, it sprung for me to to do this episode, um, uh, which is uh, the Knights of the Holy Order in, in Van Helsing, which is there's that, um, uh, you know, Carl Denham plays um, the basically the Q figure in, the, in, that, um, in that piece. 
and uh, you know equipping it's just like the Tesla figure almost I still can't fucking believe this is probably why I sometimes deliberately av- avoid <laughs> recording for the order because I just get so angry because it's so beautiful like the idea of Tesla being your cue it's like fucking take all my money forever you know what I mean so yeah anyway and no speeding no speeding just had to make sure I didn't get caught behind a orange light uh, but when recording when the impulse to record comes you gotta so but yeah you're, basically you're joining me from from work and we're we're just heading home together like work colleagues or whatever so um so I, I have a beautiful here we go fucking manifesting so a beautiful um 10th anniversary 2025 let's just say that you know the game came out 2015 2025 some kind of announcement you know they're filming it they're taking their time it's going to be a multi-pronged thing where uh you know we've entered this um time where there's just this beautiful community that's built up of uh, cosplayers and people like maybe lore fiction writers and uh maybe some this happened with Star Wars and that's why Alien got approved which itself was a um a cast off off of the failed Jodorowsky Dune project and they just they they scoured their desk for any sci-fi projects on their desk Alien Star Beast or whatever happened to be there and then boom it goes on to have its own franchise so all the order needs is is something similar where say for example in 2024 there's like a big um I don't know, revival around vampires and stuff and and, and werewolves. And um, they're looking for a spec script. They're looking for things to, to, to tap into that kind of... Because, again, these things always, they go and they come. And that's why I'm so grateful for the timeless aspects of the order script because it, it ensures. It, it, is as a, it is as solace-bringing and as rock-solid for me a likelihood that more the order will be made uh, as though I was reading from an actual press release uh, like in in real time right now because specifically because they included these timeless elements these intriguing elements these mysteries like Sir Bors and the mystery of Sir Arthur I have uh, this uh, you know it's slowly been building up I actually had the opportunity to speak with Stephen if you've seen episode um, two of the show we reached out to um Alice Coulthard uh, for the anniversary. Unfortunately, I'm not available um, and didn't respond, but that's okay. People are busy. It's all good. And uh, don't worry, we have time on our side. It's just like with the order. It's like, it, it's the eternal thing, man. It's, we're talking about eternal things. And so I have no worries at all that the order will continue. Um, and so, yeah, what I'm sort of, when I spoke with Steve, I, I explained, like, look, even before the order came out, I was con- I was just writing in my own, just to kind of satisfy my need for lore. I guess I was making up my own lore, and I just sort of scoured through the Arthurian. And that's what's wonderful is that there's a basis there, out there. And when I'm watching um, uh, later this year, The Green Knight with, the, you know, um, uh, Gawain, Gawain and the Green Knight, you know, the Sir Gawain, um, I'll be thinking of that anytime I come across any sort of Kind of knight adjacent or Arthurian legend adjacent mythology um, projects of any kind, like it'll like the order will always be there, like Bretonia in in, in in Warhammer, for example. So, but I explained to him, look, hey, yeah, I just wrote the sort of fictional history of these, uh, you know, uh, Sir Gawain the True and uh, you know Sir Bors the the Just and all these, and I just sort of wrote out what their respective specialties would have been and you, you you're looking at a potential prequel there of, of how the order got set up fascinating beautiful um uh you know 
there's the obviously the parody sequel, which is the 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 order nineteen eighty six. You know that was that was a bit of fun, um, but uh, I think uh, not eighteen eighty seven would just be fucking glorious, and I, I'm manifesting that for my friends, like my people over at Radio Dawn, and um, and if uh, you know maybe they can get outsourced so that they themselves can finish it. But you know if Sony gets a new team then hopefully a bunch of radio dawners come over to, to, to shepherd it right and um, for Steve and Graham McTavish to come back and, and, and Alice to lead you know and uh, um, um, Sydney uh, like so many all, all the cast like uh, like their names are escaping me but um, yeah for them to all just sort of really yeah and, and also to have like I'll just throw this out there like why the fuck not like Carl Denham you know maybe he gets to do a little nod to his character in Van Helsing and he joins as uh, like um, you know fuck he could play Jesus Edison or something I don't know something where there's this beautiful kind of um, uh, you know something that happens with, with Tesla where he, he has to upgrade his sort of mobile workshop and you know in the Godzilla vs. Kong um, coming up or, or rather King of the Monsters which I'm just about to start watching again because we're leading into Godzilla vs. Kong they have the Argo and the Argo is just like in the Avengers they have that giant kind of like juggernaut type thing imagine if Tesla's like look we're starting a mobile order and it's like this Zeppelin HQ you know and I envisioned that too as part of my kind of pitch uh, as it were for, for the, the order 1887 I would let it be known to anyone who hears this, I would work for free on the Order 1887 to help. I'd work countless hours, I swear. This is all legally binding as far as I'm concerned. My, my fiance is a solicitor. We can, we can draw up the fucking papers. I would do anything to help this project come into fruition. Like anything, like throw out the garbage for the place, anything. Because um, it, it really, really deserves that chance. So. Well, we're right now, we've, we've arrived. We're, we're in front of the house. So it's 10 minutes in, but... I, I want to just articulate a few more things, and maybe because I won't be driving at the same time, which I was doing very safely. Eyes on the road, so do not worry about that. Because um, it's essentially like a phone call, basically. But um, And uh, interestingly, the conditions of the car, it's like a booth. Like, it's pretty, well, at least when it's not moving, it's got good sound. Hopefully the sound's just improved now. Um, uh, Rakshasa, over in India. Um, Scandinavia, a whole other game set in, like, the, you know... There's a whole, like Kirk Ellis, who, who wrote that first, there are so many threads to pull out in terms of where the directions can go. Like maybe seeking out, uh, you know, to uproot, you know, these long stands, like to end the conflict. Like that, that is a trilogy there, like the, the, uh, the cycle ending trilogy where like um, in the second chapter, it's um, Lakshmi Bai and, uh, and, and Grayson, they both get to a point where they say, no, we have to take it out from the root. Like, let's go and, and, and root out these causes and, like, undo that original curse. Like, I watched recently The American Werewolf in London, um, and that was fucking stunning. And, and just to that idea of... Obviously, that's, like, it's, it's sort of left out at the end, this idea of this curse. And it's like, well, there's a way. There's a, all of these things have... Um, a way, a way to kind of undo them. I know it, like it says, uh, you know, uh, the evolutionary path diverged, which by the way, that's, that's left quite ambiguous and there's a lot to discover there. And it would be a journey of discovery. It would be a journey of, um, 
uh, intrigue and mystery and handled so beautifully and that it weaves in with the origins of the order itself and flashbacks into arthur maybe even meeting arthur if he's still around you can use um indiana jones and the uh, last crusade as a reference for that you know diving into tombs um puzzles you know like so so fucking much can be done and um you know steve himself he told me he's he's ready for it you know he's he's totally ready and um no oh, that feeling you get when someone just shows up <laughs> <laughs> like a car just randomly shows up so if this is my last document and i'm being like kidnapped now then so be it uh, probably just a guest at the house but i'm just parked out front so they'll head upstairs and thankfully my i don't know why but my windows are fogged over so i have a bit of privacy as i continue recording um so uh, yeah so and so then obviously you would write that out and it's it's un, undeniable at this point that the trail has gone cold in terms of development although i do privately hope that there is like some small ready at dawn resistance who you know, maybe they're under ndas to, to not say anything but uh, they they need to um uh you know abide by certain guidelines from facebook and ready at dawn and sony but they desperately want to see this sequel made and they've maybe created some documents so maybe these guys can come out from under the floorboards present their document and say look this is rue rue has given us this bible we know how this thing unfolds all we need is the capital we've learned our lessons like please like give us this chance and we'll hand you something you'll be proud of we'll hand you sony talking to sony we'll hand you something bankable but that has its roots honestly in this the quality of like acting and and like asset development and it's pioneering everything um we love uh from the up uh, the you know uncharted and last of us part two like you know those um that that's what they were like uh they were based on the order 1886 tech right so yeah and so then that would be a beautiful way of um you know of doing that yeah like a, a, a beautiful way of um ensuring that that doesn't get to just be this i don't know footnote in in, in next gen's history where it's like oh yeah this team came together created all these tools that then were built upon and then they were never thanked for it they never get their own chance got their own chance so and that's what i do when i record order 1886 episodes i open myself up to the anger but also to the thrill to the possibility of this potential series of uh, potential yeah tv series uh, novels uh, I, I i dive into you know mike mignola mike mignola could do a fucking guest series like he's so you're the bureau of paranormal research and defense like bprd that is the order um you could have fuck it like an mib men in black fucking crossover if you fucking wanted to ghostbusters crossover fucking this thing just needs love and nourishing and it and like one-off crossover fucking beautiful promotional issues whatever and just like let it grow like let this thing be what it was always meant to be i would love an isabo book just called the order 1886 isabo and then the order 1886 percival the order like a, like a quote you know four novels one of each like exploring their relationship with the order and their training and their ancestry and the conflicts and what brought them to you know the like origins novels and then sequel novels and it's just all just fucking waiting there there are there are novelists out there look at the dark crystal like there were people out there writing competitions they were just fucking waiting and they actually made some of these writing competitions canon like my friend phil who does the dark crystal podcast uh he he has interviewed some of these people who they started out just like where i am 
and I could fucking I'm I will write something. Uh, if I, I hear even the faint, I'm, I probably will end up writing something, even if there aren't any faint whispers, just so I can start uh, be a part of potentially. No, gotta gotta use manifesting language. Part of what will eventually build up into being this rolling snowing snowball, right? Of this actually happening and uh, submitting that, getting on people's radars, building a resistance. You know, um, we can't. Yeah, we cannot let the the order get buried by this fucking age of constantly replacing things with new things and then things getting buried in the past like it's and i won't like that's exactly why i've started this this fucking podcast is like my podcast fucking mike may as well be a torch that i'm like fucking flying because hell the fuck yeah so um yeah so uh you could i mean look at how far again you know how i'm not even basing this out of just like pie in the sky kind of stuff like they had a promotion like a, like they had a was it uber they 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 collaborated on like a carriage like you could catch a carriage an order 1886 themed carriage like that was an uber promotion um i was i watched a 1994 commercial explaining all of the brand opportunity stuff it was like a no it wasn't commercial it was a promo a vhs promo for jurassic park and explaining all of these affiliate promo people who just got in on it and there are ways, like, to, you know, oh, fucking Galahad, Galahad Halloween costume, Elder Lycan Halloween costume. Like, it just needs that belief. And, 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 that, and the thing is, a lot of this stuff with the order, it is so fucking timeless. Sure, it was a, it was a, a somber piece, that first one. Um, but it can go into all kinds of shades. Even, like, that 18, 1986 thing, it showed it had, like, a light side, a humorous side. Um, the order I would be yeah open to exploring like like a, a modern incarnation of it sure you know as long as we had some nice flashbacks to the steampunk era it's just there's just so much that can be done you know what started as Project Requiem is now this this beautiful it's just whole it's just being held back by the by the reins you know this pioneering you know uh, project like Jesus you know and you were in the morn you know that beautiful like it's we're talking myth, we're talking powerful, like, and, and now there is one better than you. Like, these, these passages, like, you can imagine teaser trailers with these narrations, like, immediately igniting hype, immediately making people say, you know what? And you see it regularly, regularly you see in the comments, people saying, hey, I believe in this, like, it deserves another chance. And those far out, outweigh and outnumber the comments saying, oh, this, yeah, this, they've got what it fucking deserved, and, you know... Um, yeah, deserved uh, to lose. It's like, no, the far, far more, I would say a good 70 to 80% of the comments are like, oh man, I really, really want this to have a second chance. So hopefully that is out there somewhere generating some kind of algorithm, folks. So, and, and let's add ourselves to that. Let's be the human algorithm that really takes it over the edge and like gives a, a face to this movement. And I think a change.org thing isn't far, far behind or, or far away. Um, too far into the future for me for this kind of thing um i'm gonna rewatch. i'm gonna watch van helsing at some point and hype out a bit based off of that because a film would be beautiful 
you know, we're getting things like the volume that is where the Mandalorian is being made, that you can actually make series like so super self-contained with photorealistic CG, uh, with shareable assets. Like it's going to really be super streamlined where you can have the CG model of the Lycan Elder or the Rakshasa or the Bunyip if they go to Australia or whatever. They can share it between the games and the sequels. So to outline it, here we go. This is a like, I don't know, I'll call it something along the lines of a vision for the Order's future or something. We're talking a trilogy of, of films. Uh, sorry, a trilogy of, of games. I see how how beautifully fucking strong the DNA is of filmic. And I hope they keep that filmic like pride, you know? So we go 1887 and 8088, right? Beautiful ending. You know, the eight is the, the, the Ouroboros, is that eternal thing. So it'll end on this theme of the eternal um, thing maybe breaking or whatever. So the Order 1887 and the Order 1888, finishing the trilogy we're talking 2025 for the second one and then 2027 or 2020 yeah fucking perfect 2028 this is what i'm fucking manifesting people so first game 2015 second game 2025 okay the order 1887 last game the order 1888 in 2028 with the fucking um next generation in full swing everything all the kinks figured out the series, you know, Guillermo del Toro fucking um, show running this thing, you know, so passionate about it because he gets to get his um, his gadgetry on, his old school effects on, his cobblestone streets on, his, you know, fucking bleeding edge visual effects with like working entirely within the volume, streamlined everything, shared assets between everything. So the trilogy of games, at least four novels detailing the past of each of the main four. Um so apart from obviously Percival, he, he he's passed away, but others, you can carry that forward, you know. Um, there's even a chance of a ritual where they bring him back in some way. I wouldn't put it beyond uh, the possibility of, of being able to do that. You know, maybe the acolytes of Sir Percival, they, they find his body, they exhume him, they bring him back in some saintly way, beautiful to bring him back would be amazing, you know, um, uh, you know, Obi-Wan came back and he's the Obi-Wan figure, so you could have a bit of that. Um, and then uh, twist you could have Galahad, you know, maybe ha ha like at the end of the second chapter, like the teaser thing at the end is that he has he has become a Lycan himself, and, and like the third game in incorporates you know Lycan aspects, and you can transform. How you see what I fucking mean exactly? So um, all of this is ahead, folks. Manifest it with me. So this is like a a, a missive to the world, uh, continuing the 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 order podcasts uh, endless you know, the endless crusade that we're going on, folks, you're all with me, I know you are, this is going on the subreddit, it's going to go on all the channels, uh, I, I, it may have been maybe like haphazardly, hastily recorded, but hopefully I've put some ideas in your, uh, in your heads and your mouths, like to share and go out into the message boards and really talk about this and get this movement happening, it's why the podcast exists, we're, we're a community for this uh, manifestation movement, okay, so let's fucking go, folks, all right, I've been Albert, host of the order podcast until next time folks bye for now <laughs>